I'm Linda Beaton. I am the mayor of the city of Manistee. I'm enjoying it. I, I will be totally frank. I do enjoy it. I'm meeting a lot of new people. I'm looking at Manistee in a whole new light sometimes. I really take my responsibilities very seriously because I have to remember, and it's not hard to remember once you start meeting a bunch of people, that you represent everybody who lives here and they all have different needs and they all have a different sometimes a very different vision of what Manistee should look like. So it's, it's hard to find that balance, but I keep it in the back of my mind all the time when I'm voting because I don't want to disenfranchise anybody. And it's important to me that we keep that in the forefront. If it comes between people and infrastructure, I probably lean more toward people's needs. Let's, um, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. The your vision for Manistee, I mean, because as mayor, um, you, sh you should come to the table with a, a little bit of a vision of how you think the city should function, how it should look, how it should move forward into the future. Uh, you did want to touch on a few things, senior housing, short-term rentals, um, attraction of developers, and some of your volunteering. So I'll open up the table to you. We can start with whatever you want. Why don't we start with senior housing? Because that's been a hot topic lately. It has been. Um, the Wagner Center, uh, home to the Council on Aging, is undergoing a tremendous task uh, of trying to figure out what they really need in the way of senior housing. The vision there has always been to build something around the church, which is now called the Wagner Center. So what they've done is they weren't getting any support for help and they went out and they hired a consultant. They hired um, a company called TDA. It, the cost of that fee was $16,000. They were able to secure $10,000 from um, the foundation for the fee and then they came up with the other $6,000. I have been in a lot of meetings, not all of them, regarding housing around the Wagner Center and I'm impressed with what I have learned and have seen with the people that are from TDA. So I think they're on the right track. They're doing things methodically. They are going to have focus groups set up in October. They're gonna have people come in, sit at tables. There'll be a person facilitating at each table. They're gonna take, they're gonna survey things like their income. Uh, that will all be very confidential. Um, that'll be separate from the other survey questions as far as what they expect their housing needs to be. Because we really need to figure out exactly what belongs there and what's the best fit if we're going to put senior housing there. So I, I'm very proud of the fact that they've taken this step. It's very ambitious, but I think they're doing it in the right steps. So I live right behind that. My, the backyard, my backyard has a clear view of the front of the church. Sure. And I'm all for it. I have been. I've seen it successfully done in other communities. I've seen other retirement homes. My parents went, went to one that independent living all the way to the end of life. They both were in two units next to each other. They both died within 39 days of each other. 
um, then they were both in the, what they call the, the memory lane. Um, so they had been losing their, sure. you know, mental capacity for a while. So, and they both lived in their 90s. So I'm, I'm anticipating that I can make it. <laughs> so I think it would, it would be great to see a very robust, active group of people living there to develop more activities at the senior center. So I'm hopeful that it might take that direction as well. What about some of the housing that we currently have that's under the supervision of the city that needs to be? Are you talking created? about the Housing Commission? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? It's not good. I'll be straight up. It's really distressing, distressing to hear about the fact that we have a chronic bed, pro bed bug problem since 2015. I was thinking about bringing that up. I'm sorry, it's not acceptable. It should have been acceptable when it first started to become a huge problem. I don't know that um, they've really got a system to eradicate it. They have to stop it from coming in the door, so they need to really think about, you know, new tenants coming in, are they bringing anything? Because getting infected over and over again is not the answer. You can't treat a problem once it's already developed. You should be treating it on all fronts. Um, I don't know how you treat it. There's there's all kinds of yeah, no. you know heat sources you know things to do it, but honestly, it's a visual check. You can see them. Put pick up a mattress. You can see them under a mattress. There should be, in my mind, and I've been told this can't be done by the uh, executive director of the housing. They can't. They don't do wellness checks. I find that scary. I find it really sad that we had not not too long ago a resident died in her apartment till her relatives started getting concerned because they couldn't reach her and finally reached out to the police department and they came in and she had been dead for maybe a day or two. They need they need to develop it inside there a good atmosphere where people want to check on each other and they may be doing that. I've heard a lot of stories. I hear the bad stories, sure, and I'm very worried about what's going on there. We need to have a more direct approach with how to handle the management over there, and I'm not sure how to do that. I'm going to be perfectly blunt. I mean, we have a plant, we have a housing commission. They need to take the reins and they need to drive this. I'd agree with that, 100%. Yeah, and we have some good people on it. Um, so, I was hoping that we would get a resident tenant that would step up and take the place of um, um, James Bond, <laughs> who's been in that role for a while, because I'm starting to hear stories about he's, you know, they don't know who he is or he's not approachable. I don't know what to believe. The only way to, to figure this out is to get more insight into what's actually going on there. So that's my take on that. Well, that's a good take. That's a hot take for sure. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, we're going to keep the uh, fire hydrant open. Why don't we just go right into short-term rentals? Short-term rentals. Well, we know that we have at least 157 of them, <laughs> and most of them are on the north side. And that's largely due to the development of Harbor Village. Harbor Village started out as buy a condo and rent it out. We'll handle the rentals. Sure. Um, that was... You know, we didn't even call those short-term rentals back there. We just called them rentals, call them you know, rentals. vacation rentals. So 
that's still a very populated area with short-term rentals. But when you recognize that there's 13, I believe, condo associations under the umbrella of Harbor Village, they each really? have their own boards and they each have their own bylaws, they do a pretty good job of policing their own people in those. I mean, every style of condo has its own board. The okay. cottage is all. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with the condos. I don't have a problem with the Edgewater. Uh, condos. Those are short-term rentals. And they have they have flipped over and they've turned in investors have bought those and the, the prices you know exactly where they thought it was going to be when they did the right. original ver vision but I yeah. don't think they ever thought that they were going to be short-term rentals but that is what's driven that market. There's some good things. We see properties being improved but I will tell you we have a lot of nice little homes on the north side that are, that are being purchased by investors um, that are using them as short-term rentals. Some of them are very well managed and others are just, every time there's a disturbance, they call me. I get to hear very regularly from the residents when something's happening. And although the standard answer should be, please call the police. Sure. The police never get there in time. Uh, they just, you know, they, they're busy. It's hard. It's, it's tough. So the parking is terrible. Um, if you, for example, I'll give you a wonderful example because I have something going in across the street from me. I don't know if it's going to end up being. It was a duplex, <laughs> a very small duplex. It has 1,265 square feet. It is sitting on a lot size of 3,200 square feet. It has two apartments in it. One has a couple of bedrooms, one is just a very small one bedroom. The owner of that building, really nice guy, he always put long-term runners on the other side. I don't know how he did it. it, it I think it was magic. I've been there 12 years and I've seen a variety of renters rent that space for a year or less or mm -hmm. two years, you know. Um, he's always found good renters. He just put a sign in the window, or he's advertised on Craigslist, yeah. and he's got a network here, he's got relatives here. Done, done a great job. It's just recently been sold. Because it was always considered a duplex, because he used the bottom apartment for himself when he came up, um, it's still, a, it's grandfathered in. There's a state law that says, we can't, you can't make zoning changes and disenfranchise people if this was a brand new short-term rental, it would have to be, for a duplex in zone two, it would have to be 10,000 lot size square feet. It would have to provide for two parking spaces for each apartment off the street. Um, and it would have to have a minimum, I, I believe it's 960 square feet per unit. As you can see, 960 times two is way more than sure. 1,265. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be considered a rental. Um, it wouldn't even wouldn't even be a single family home rental. Right. For a single family home rental, it's got to be 6,000 square feet for the lot size. So there's the problem. We don't have we haven't figured out where they all are. We have a fair idea of where they all are.
are. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, we missed the opportunity um, to hire a company to do a deep dive and really find out where they're all located. So, what's the goal after you find out where they're all located? Well, if we, if, I think we need to actually hire a service, but that was that was uh, voted down by city council. So. Um, I'm not sure what the next steps are. Um, the the mayor of uh, Ludington, I've been in meetings with him uh, through, I actually went to a mayor's convention. I can't believe it. It was in Cadillac, so it was easy. So I met, I met him uh, that way, and that was just a few weeks ago. I mean, I said, how are you happy with your, your short-term rental policy? He goes, yeah, 30, we limited it at 30, you know? It was, it was hard to get through hard to approve, but we limited it to 30, and now we have control of our household store. I'm thinking, that's huge. 30, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. I don't, I mean, I don't really see that happening here. I mean, I'm, surprised, so they, I'm surprised they got it that low without, yeah. you know, yeah, they, they pissing all the, a ton of people <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They did it. Because they're a little bit bigger than Manistee, so to say yeah, that we have I, over 100 and some. Uh, they have 2,000 more people than we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's incredible. So, I am concerned about it. it obviously, when you don't know who your neighbor is, um, it, it's a little disconcerting. I'd like to know. I like all of my neighbors, the quirky ones, especially. You know, I, I you know the more diversity, the the better off. I really enjoy them. So I, and even the long-term rentals. Runners, we've got one across the street who's been there since I've been in my house, and I've been in my house for 12 years. I love her. I watched her son grow up. He's a huge football player now. Good. <laughs> Plays pro Nakama. <laughs> so. If, if you if you could say tomorrow this is what I'd like the rental, short-term rental situation to look like, what would that be for, for you in your eyes? For my personal um, mm -hmm. beliefs, I just want to, I really wanted to make sure that we identified where they all are. Uh, long-term and short-term rentals only because I worry about their safety and passing those mm -hmm. inspections I want them to not uh, be, you know pack 20 people in a small house um, I just want to make sure that everybody is safe and it's been in inspected that's my primary concern it, because if it's not safe in that house say it catches on fire then you've got a problem next door with people that didn't deserve that so, well, I know you got some really good news, but I did want to touch on the uh, developer attraction. Is there a plan for that? You want, well, you Mark to Miller, Mark Miller is working on that. Um, I do think because we've managed to not complete or shoot down a couple of ideas that have come before the city, um, that I have heard that our reputation outside the city, as far as developers goes. It's moving up not really moving up I think it's I, I think there's some negativity out there that's hurting us uh, and I think we need to make sure and you think that stems from not allowing certain projects or allowing certain not projects? allowing projects okay. developers I don't think they understand developers really put in a many hours sure coming they're... at developing plans architectural features that people want that you know they have to price everything out I mean they don't get a plan approved, it's gonna cost them, it could cost them between a hundred and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars easy. Sure, depending on the scale. Right. Yeah. So 
I would like to avoid that <laughs> so that we don't develop a, a bad reputation. I think with the Hampton Inn and the other projects, with the Gateway projects, we are moving in the right direction. I see those as a real draw for the city. Um, so I, I see good things ahead. I'm more positive than negative, trust me. It's <laughs> good. I'm way more positive than negative. Good. So what's the good news? What's the good news? The Riverwalk. We got the grant. Oh, that is phenomenal. We got the grant. Um, Bill, Bill Gamble worked diligently on writing this grant and with the help of Spicer. Writing a grant, just you requiring paperwork and paperwork and paperwork. He's done a tremendous job. So we received a grant yesterday for $850,000. Um, there's a matching portion that we have to meet. That's 240000 So we have over a million dollars worth of new money that we will put into fixing the Riverwalk. That's exciting. It's very exciting. That is really exciting. Yes. Uh, yeah, we found out about that at the end of the day. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. News. Very happy about that. I'm and that is a that. very big draw, and that is all part of economic development. In a future draw, so we need to make sure that we keep it up, we fix mm -hmm. it up. We do. It's very much been. In a nice little spot to have some pop up businesses. All you know, kinds of we, we can talk you know about I know. Uh, you know, Cindy Lundberg, the, I, the first time I met her was just before we appointed somebody to, to be in, you know, uh, Roger's spot. I wanted to meet her. I didn't know who she was. I mean, I knew she was Eric's sister, you know, Eric Gustin's sister. But when I met her, she is just so enthusiastic. She's very enthusiastic. And um, we walked along the river walk, and she was Great teacher. all of this is a missed opportunity. She said, I lived in, I grew up here, moved to California, the back of all these buildings should have little kiosks out there, tables, um, should be able to order a drink out here, they could be selling merchandise, all kinds of things could be happening. We're not utilizing that space. And I think we need to really grow that part of it. So maybe with the, the money that we're investing in the Riverwalk, more of the property owners along the banks will see the value in doing something like that. So. I'm happy. I'm happy to have you.